Last night, I, after looking at these readings today to prepare for, for the homily, I uh, went on Facebook and, and the Vatican, uh, whichever Vatican's, Vatican news site I think it was, uh, had published a story of an award that was given to an architect who was doing some archaeology in Jordan, and he has confirmed that the site he's been excavating the last 15-some years something like that is indeed the palace, um, I forget the name of the palace, but the palace of, of King Herod, where John the Baptist was beheaded. And there's strong confirmation, not only was it a palace, but that's where John the Baptist was beheaded. Besides uh, historical evidence, uh, St. Eusebius uh, recording that, that John had been beheaded in that particular uh, palace as well. And so uh, Deacon Bruce and I were talking about how, how in his life a lot of things are kind of, kind of hear, hearing the same thing from various things. There's a, a phrase in, in psychology called cognitive resonance where you start to hear the things. And so everything was kind of resonating to me too with this, with John the Baptist. But we have this whole thing, St. Mark recording this because Herod doesn't know who this person is that this Jesus and he's convinced in his mind that it must be John the Baptist. This shows the level of guilt he must have had. Because after all, well, most of us wouldn't go around having anyone slaughtered. But, but uh, most, most of the time we wouldn't think somebody who's dead is suddenly back to life. Unless we have some mental issue, uh, some, some uh, dementia or some psychological issue. So, see, Mark tells us why... Herod would be so upset. And if you remember the parable of the soils, where, where the sower goes out and sows the seed, and some seed fell on the path, and some seed fell on the rock, and some seed fell among the thorns. Herod is an example of the seed sown in the thorns. He receives that word. He has the depth that, that he allows that word to reach deeply, if he would allow it but is choked out by worldly anxiety. And that worldly anxiety is, is uh, the respect of his courtiers and his military officials, the other guests, the leading men of Galilee. This is where his uh, anxiety is. His, did you catch that? His own daughter comes in and dances. And the, and the word, and the delights, it's, it's, they were getting a sexual thrill out of it is, is the kind of the uh, intimation of that. Herod getting a thrill out of his own daughter. There's something majorly wrong about that, but we shouldn't worry ourselves about that because he's married to his own brother's wife, which is against the law. His brother is still alive. And John keeps calling him on that. Herodias is not happy about this. And so she sees her chance to get rid of Herod once, or to get rid of John the Baptist once for all, and to make Herod do it. And so it was all a manipulation. But Herod is upset, conflicted, disturbed. But worldly anxiety beats out the word that John was preaching to him. Sometimes I'll joke that it's not a party until somebody loses their head. John, it was Herod that really lost everything that day. John, of course, was beheaded. 
But it was Herod who lost everything because of that worldly anxiety. And when we turn to that first reading, we have uh, the, the author praising David. And uh, throughout, you know, every once in a while, I find myself contemplating this, this line, David was a man after God's own heart. And how is that? He, the whole episode of Bathsheba we heard about. Or, or all, the, all, the, all the wives and the concubines and all the, all the women and all this and all this. And yet, he kept coming back to the Lord. He did not allow that anxiousness and that sinfulness to block him from it. Not that it gives us permission to go forth and sin greatly like uh, David perhaps did, but that we follow the model of keep coming back. I wonder what would have happened. What would have been the effect had Herod repented? Had Herod met Jesus Christ in a way that he could receive him truly? Yes, he met Jesus at the at the uh, right before Jesus' crucifixion, but at that point, he made Jesus a mockery. What if Herod had converted his life and then been, been able to convince Rome, maybe there's something to this teacher, to this one who says he's Messiah? Jesus might still have been crucified, but would the world have been different had he not given in to the price of a dance.